It's Reset 63, and I'm talking about a gaming build, NVMe, SATA, SSD, M2, all this kind of mumbo jumbo. Come help me out. I need some help. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is Reset. It can be found at reset.fm. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and technology in general. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that has been sitting on my desk for years. Reminds me to be adventurous and have fun, because there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Hello everybody, welcome back to Reset. It's episode number 63, and I thank you for coming along. I want to start out by saying thank you to all my patrons out there on Patreon.com. You can join too, Patreon.com slash David McCabe. And I'd like to thank, there's, in the Reset forums, there's a sidebar. There used to be a sidebar. I think it's still there. Um, and there's a little, like a PayPal donation. You don't even have to join Patreon. You can just go click that and throw in whatever pennies are left in your PayPal account, you know. Throw that over to Reset and we'll pay the hosting bill with it. So I want to thank Robert Crabtree. He was my latest PayPal donation. I appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Also got a nice email from Ryan F. And I appreciate that as well. You can contact me anytime you go out there in the uh, uh, homeservershow.com forums, those reset forums. Hit that contact button. It's somewhere around there. And just send me an email anytime that you want. If you join Patreon, I'm going to send you two stickers, two reset stickers. One real nice square one. It's real thick, and it peels off nice and easy. And then I'm going to send you a circle sticker, and it's one of those stickers that's like on paper, and you stick it on something, and it's never coming off, right? It's going to leave that gummy white background if you do. But I'm going to send you one of each if you join Patreon. So come out and give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. Summer has started. Went on a little vacay to ease the mind, rest the body, rest the soul, recharge, and it was great. I had a great time, although I missed a couple of podcasts in there, so I'm getting back and going, and that's why we're here on 63. And I also want to tell you, guys, getting old. I am getting old. I have crossed that infamous boundary last month of the five zero I have crossed that boundary and I tell you what from this day forward fellas I'm peeling the plastic off the sides of my electronics gear you know what I'm gonna enjoy it now while I still can and I I implore you to do the same I still have an ex470 HP micro server not micro server media smart server let me get it right i would hate to uh hate to mispronounce the the server that started the whole thing but i've still got one of those with plastic on the sides i'm thinking about after this podcast i am going to go peel the plastic off and enjoy life because you never know you just never know when that bus has your name on it so join me there a little bit of follow up Hey, I was playing with my iPhone that I was uh, given. I was dogging it the other day, right? I was giving it such a hard time that I had to switch to it. And I found where you can bring up 
the, I don't know what you call this stupid thing. I drag from the bottom. On my iPad, I drag from the top right, and I get the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, the brightness, the volume. It's this little dashboard of things to change. If you press and hold the Wi-Fi, it comes up with a nice little screen of information, and I love that, and I was dogging this silly thing. I just didn't know that. It's not. It doesn't like beg to be pressed and held, right? So, my bad. Maybe I, uh, maybe I could go to an iPhone now. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So I got that out, but hey, I just wanted to apologize to my iPhone people. There's probably some things that I missed, right? I don't know. Also, some feedback on micro micro tick via Twitter. Uh, a friend of the show, Time Kills, hit me on Twitter saying, Microtick has a bad rep with the Gov, and the DoD has removed all their gear from their networks. So they're like Huawei Junior? Maybe they're Huawei Senior. They started it, right? So I didn't know this. Thanks for the heads up. I didn't research any of that. So if you guys have any info, if you're using Microtick, let me know. Uh, I did not know that at all. I know. I think they, along with like Linksys and even Ubiquity, were in a big hack last year. Malware attack hack. It could have been just a default password attack, but uh, I know they were listed on that. So change your passwords, peeps. Change your passwords. So as I've been sitting here recording, my front doorbell is going off, buzzing. Not not going off, but like... um, it's detecting motion, and my side door is detecting motion too. And so that just reminded me of something. I had this idea: I need facial recognition on my cameras. I've got a neighbor. I need facial recognition for this neighbor. This neighbor is four years old, and he comes to my yard, and he grabs things, and he plays with stuff. And I'm worried one day he's going to, like, knock something over on his head. You know what I'm saying? Do you have that neighbor? I can use facial recognition. And that way, if Ring said, yo, he's back, I can, like, look out and make sure he's not getting in the pool or helping himself to a car in the garage, you know, something like that. I need this, Ring. I need this. Hey, recently AMD has been getting in the news with their new Ryzen GPUs and their APUs. So they've got brand new, let's just call them processors. Let's make this easy. I mean, AMD Ryzen processors. So they've got a couple of brand new ones that they're coming out with the 3200G and I believe the 3400G, which I equate these, and I think it's common to do so, with i Core i3 and Core i5, but they got some new ones, and these things start at ninety nine bucks, and then the Core i5 kind of comparative one goes to a buck forty nine. Now these though have Radeon RX Vega graphics that run on top of it. It's in the chip. It's in the package. For one hundred and fifty dollars, you're getting this amazing package of CPU GPU combination, and it's just it's. Pretty pretty dang awesome. Now their old chips do this as well, but they've up they've upped the any on uh, on clock cycles and uh, their megahertzes. You know it's the battle to be faster, right? And I just I think it's an awesome thing, and 
I haven't done an AMD build. Have you? Are you in this camp? Just always chicken out and go to Intel at the at the shopping cart. I've done it. How many times have I done this? But I'm telling you, as I sit here and look at my Windows 10 PC that has a motherboard in it from 2011. I think that was the the build that I did. It could be 2010. I need to look up the article. I built it as a Windows home server. And it's the latest gear that I have. So I just keep using it. Everything has been replaced. New video card, RAM, everything. Power supplies have died and been replaced. And it's getting finicky again. So I'm thinking it's time to build. And it's probably time for me to consider AMD again. So I've got a build list and I'm thinking about doing this. I've got an extra power supply sitting around. Technically, I've got video cards, but I think one of my video cards is trying to give up the ghost. So I'm thinking about getting a new video card as well. Now, I've heard that some people like to complain that you shouldn't mix an NVIDIA card inside of like a an AMD build, right? You should go with Radeon. And others, other people say it's just fine. There was a couple of drivers that had issues, but they say it's just fine. Because I was thinking, honestly, I was thinking about picking up maybe one of the 2060s, the new ones. I, You know, I could go old school and just find a, a 1060. But I was looking out on the auction site of all auction sites, eBay. And I was looking up, let's do this right quick, RX 580. These things are going for a really decent price. Really decent price. There's one guy out here. There's a guy out here that just says flat out, hey, I bought a ton of these to do cryptocurrency and that's not going to work. So I'm selling them. They're brand new. 139 bucks. 139 bucks. He sold 68 of these. I'm like, oh my God, who does this? I mean, did he find these on the back of a truck or did he really buy these? Wow. That's amazing. So, I, oh, those are four gigs. Oh, man, scratch that. I don't want a four gig RX 580. I want the eight gig RX 580. Okay, I got to go back and look. But seriously, I would really like to get, that's my card. That's what I would like to get, an RX 580. Put it in the build. I already have the case. It's a V.21. Let me dig out my list. Let's just go through this list. So as I said, this build was going to be a home server. So I started it with the Micro ATX case, Thermaltake Core V21, 60 bucks on Amazon right now. And it's an amazing case. It's got plastic on both sides and you can move around things. And it's a really cool case. I've always wanted to build in this. It's, it's a couple of years old, to be honest with you. And it's, yeah, it's a big boxy looking thing and I was going to you know make it nice looking and maybe put some couple of lights in there or just you know not turn off the lights that come with the gear that you buy now and just kind of have some fun with it so instead of doing a home server yep I'm going to do I'm going to build a gaming rig but I don't I'm not going to build $3,000 gaming rig y'all I'm not going to do dual 2080 Ti's and uh, you know, three hundred dollar motherboard. I'm tr- I'm going budget, but 
going budget means that I'm going to, you know, maybe can buy a nice video card sometime in the future. Okay, if you've got a good ear, you can hear my hound dog at the very end of that last segment there. <laughs> Howling in the backyard. Okay, so V.21 is, uh, I consider it already paid for. Isn't that kind of cool when you buy something long ago and you you bought it with your money and you should consider it in the build, but then it's like so long ago, it's like, man, that's kind of free, right? Because I already paid for that. That was a long time ago. Fifty nine ninety nine. So we're gonna keep um, keep a tally on here. Sixty bucks. Where am I gonna keep a tally? Where's my notes? I don't have a pen. All right, here we go. Old fashioned pen and paper. I've got sixty dollars on the case. I've got a seventy five dollar motherboard. Asrock B four fifty M Pro four. It's got the AM four socket. DDR four thirty two hundred. It's got one PCIe. It's a three uh, by sixteen. It's got a uh, version 2 by 16 and it's got a version 2 by 1 so an x1 i could put like some sata ports in it if i need to it does have hdmi dvid and if i just want to put in the processor and no video card boom i'm done 7.1 audio has four sata 3 it has an ultra m.2 so that's the pcie generation 3 by four and then it has a plain m.2 so the plain m.2 is it's just a sata port so that's a sata port that's how i understand it the ultra m.2 which is on the pcie bus is kind of i don't want to say it wrong you guys are going to kill me if i get any of this wrong aren't you nvme but it's the faster one so i definitely have to buy the faster type drive you don't want to buy the m.2 that's just SSD variety, right? You want to be, we want to be zippy super fast on this. So we'll talk about that in a second. It's got, uh, of course, it's got USBs. It only has a gigabit LAN. So maybe someday in the future, I can use that second uh, by 16, hopefully, and find a uh, Gen 2 PCIe um, gigabit. What am I trying to say? 10 gig card. I don't remember offhand what the uh, QNAP cards are, but. So that's the plan. That thing is 75 bucks for the MOBO. It's got four DIMM slots. That was important to me. I'm going to put in a couple of eights in there and then probably at a later date throw in two more eights. And it was also important to have extra PCIe slots. This is a micro, not a full and definitely not a mini, but this case is a micro. So let's look at the RAM. I'm not going crazy on the RAM, but I've picked out Corsair, uh, 3000 megahertz. It's a two by eight. And that is, I'm going to write this down, 75 RAM. Okay, here we go. Ryzen 5 2600 processor with the Wraith Stealth Cooler. It's 147, but I'm going to uh, CPU, raise that up to 150. I could go down. I could go up. So I, I think that's kind of just perfect middle for me. Maybe a mistake uh, if I want to play some games. And did I tell you? This is kind of why I want to do it. I want to play a little game machine. But I don't, I don't need to... I don't know. I don't need professional gamer here. Because I really, I really suck at gaming. I really do. Okay, so I've picked a couple of 
SATA M2. This one is a SATA, but this one up here. So this is made by Silicon Power. It's a one terabyte NVMe PCIe Gen 3 by 4. And that's exactly what is in the ASRock uh, M.2 M. slot. So this is this is the fast, fast one. So M.2 PCIe Gen 3 SSD. It is $115. So I'm going to write 1164. I'm going to say DD, HDD. So yeah, that's a little bit more than just buying a SATA, uh, you know, one terabyte um, um, SSD for, you know, a hundred bucks. Is, that's kind of the deal that we've been seeing those for. It's a little bit more, but that's okay. So what else do we need? We need power. I I think I have power. So let's call power free, power supply. I think I have a 650. And that's another reason I don't want to get too high. I wanted to get, uh, I looked at doing the Vega 56 and I thought, well, I'm going to need a 750 power supply. And some of those things can be really loud, but the Vega 56s are, they're just practically giving those away right now. Those prices are amazing. So I'm going to call the power supply free as I have that in stock at the reset headquarters. So let's see what this comes up to be. If my math is correct, that comes up to 476 bucks without GPU. That's considering the case. You could minus the case out of that because I'm kind of considering that free, right? We had that in stock. I bought it about six months ago. 476 bucks, no GPU in that. I've thrown a couple of GPUs in my in my build list here. Let's look through these. Uh, Gigabyte 1660, 6 gig, 219. Uh, 1660 Ti for 270. So there's a couple. So that we're gonna. I'm gonna wait on. I don't. I don't know what I want right yet. And I was kind of hoping with all these announcements that uh, from Radeon that maybe Nvidia would lower some pricing or do you know do some more things to entice uh, buyers uh, away from Radeon. And let's get a price war going here. That would be kind of fun, kind of nice. So there it is. There's my build. Feel free to critique that. Maybe I'll throw a post out there on the reset forums and let you see that. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm doing this, like I said earlier, to do kind of a little game box. Let me show you. Um, there is, now I don't know all the info on this. I probably should ask those in the know. Maybe Rich Hay would know or Josh Pollard, you gamer guys. Uh, Halo is supposed to be coming out with a brand new PC game. And it's not brand new, but it's a replay of all of the Halo games. And I've kind of, that kind of sounds fun. And I'd like to do that. I, I used to play Halo, the first one when it came out. I bought Halo 2 when it came out for PC and did not like it whatsoever. It I couldn't remap my keyboard. And so I've got a brand new Corsair keyboard and mouse uh, for gaming. And I'll figure out how to remap keys that way. My hand falls on the keyboard weird on the uh, the front, back, left, right, side, side kind of thing. And I can't force my keyboard, my hand, my left hand. I cannot force it off of the home keys, right? 
So I can't. It just, it literally will not do it. I, my hand just freaks out and I'll get shot. So that's what happens. <laughs> so I do want to, uh, where's the name of this Halo game? I signed up on uh, Microsoft's website. I think it's the Master Chiefs collection, but um, it's supposed to be, I think, a throwback to Halo uh, Combat Evolved and Halo 2, I think, like they did on the Xbox with like some beefier graphics and nicer looks. So you guys feel free to uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And um, that's why I'm doing it. So just to maybe get back, maybe I'll look around in my old game closet, see what kind of old stuff I can dig out. You're going to laugh. But I did. I'm looking at my sleeve right here. Halo Combat Evolved from Bungie. I what year was this? Two thousand three ish or something? Long time ago. The first Halo on PC. I used to play it like mad. I would. I, w- I played so much. I was. Uh, I was pretty epic, really. Played the campaign. Played the uh, the online and really loved it. It's, I got it going on Windows 10. It works, but it's, uh, you know, you get out there and all the maps are modded and I can't handle it. Um, I don't like all the little sneaky mods they put and they can jump in and out of maps and stuff and it's kind of crazy. I just want to run around Blood Gulch and, uh, you know, pistol whip and stuff. So that's all I want to do. All right, let's move on. We've been doing this PC build maybe too long. So I'm still running Ubiquity at home. My PC, my Windows 10 PC was my Unify controller, right? So you have to have a controller to get stats and everything from all of your access points. You don't have to have it for it to work. You can turn this stuff on and let it run. But here's the weird thing in my situation. Did I tell you that I set up an SSID just on 2.4 gigahertz, just in that band for my wise cameras and my doorbell that was having some issues uh, getting some Wi-Fi. So if my Windows PC turns off, does a Windows 10 update or something, and those secondary options I set up in Unify go offline. So things start breaking when those when that SSD SSID goes offline. And it's weird. Uh, so I would have to turn the PC back on and all of the access points would be there. They would say disconnected. And then I would have to do this little dance where you would have to SSH into them and reconnect them to the controller. Work like a champ. It's a pain in the butt. Because yeah, I'd had to SSH into four different access points. So I created a script to do that automatically. And then I turned that into a little app. So all I have to do is just double click the icon and it would run the script and reconnect back to the IP address of my Windows box where I had the controller running or got it started again. So now that the Windows PC, Windows 10 PC is really goofing up, and trust me, I didn't do this on purpose, like to run it 24-7, right? I just was, I was just looking at this stuff, but that's how it goes. 
You just look at it and it turns into permanency, right? But I have been looking at getting the dedicated hardware from Unify, which they've got a cloud key. They've got Gen 1 and they've got two Gen 2s. Gen 1 you can get for 100 bucks. Gen 2 you can get for 175 or you can get the bigger one for 199 which has a hard drive in it. If you ever want to connect some of their cameras, it will be the um, it'll be the, the recording spot for the cameras, which is kind of slick. Um, I don't plan on that right now. And they have a rack solution where you can rack that thing in too. So that's more extra money. So I'm looking at it thinking, $179, am I going to spend this and just solve this problem? <laughs> or am I going to try to uh, lengthen my cheapness? I dug out a Mac Mini from my closet and got it booted up, got it doing its thing, auto login, and then chose uh, the install for it for Unify, got it running, have it booting on startup, and then I changed my script if to the new IP address of the Mac Mini, backed up the controller. I had a, I had a backup of the controller, which has these .unf files in it, which are automated backups, and put it on the Mac, restored the controller, and everything everything went fine it was it's perfect and it hasn't given me any issues since and it's just this old cheap mac mini so it's gathering my data so hopefully that will stay up 24 7 now what i need to do is move that downstairs to the rack and get it on a battery backup so i don't have to worry about it anymore so that's kind of what that's kind of the ubiquity situation. I've decided not to spend the buck seventy nine, and maybe I'll buy buy a nicer video card from a gaming box. Yeah. Okay. Alexa has new routines of sunrise and sunset, and this is fantastic. So you can now set up a routine to turn. Let's say you can turn a lamp module on or off on sunrise settings. Now, Dave, yeah, that's pretty common these days, but they also have offset, which a lot of companies fail to implement. Offset meaning I want to go, I want to turn this lamp module on at sunset, but I want to go minus 30. Like, so turn it on 30 minutes before sunset, right? Like some nice outside lighting. That way when the, the light starts to dim outside, your light is already on. And then you can also uh, turn it off at sunrise. And you can go, you know, an hour before sunrise if you want to. Or Actually, you can just do a schedule. I've got one, an outside socket that is 30 minutes before sunset. And just turn it off at 11 p.m. or something like that. So I bought this. Let me bring this up on Amazon. It's a outdoor plug. And it's got two outlets on it. That's what I needed to do some uh, some LED lighting, like string the lighting, like those old-timey looking lights, you know. And I got those hanging outside. It's like this warm, uh, incandescent looking light. And I bought, man, this is, uh, you're going to laugh. I don't even know how to pronounce it. V-A-V-O-F-O. Outdoor smart plug. Wi-Fi outlet with two sockets. Compatible 
A-L-E-X-A and Google Home. Now, it's been okay. It's not, um, I think I might just go back with uh, some kind of smart things on this. But this goes straight to A-L-E-X-A, works on Wi-Fi. It's 2.4, so also if my Ubiquiti controller went down, something, uh, it, this would not um, communicate anymore. So I couldn't use my lights. And you know what? That Ubiquiti controller, I'm probably doing something wrong. So I'm not going to say that that's the norm. If you know what I'm doing wrong, I may have to drop that out in uh, some forms or something to see exactly what I'm doing wrong. So this app, you can use their app, or I just immediately dropped it into um, the ALEXA app, set up a routine, and have forgotten about the original app. What So it works really well. You can turn off uh, plug one plug or plug two, or you can do an all on, all off. And that's what I've chosen to do. It's 2.4 gigahertz only. So be clear of that. And this bad boy is $25.99. It actually has four and a half stars out of five. And that is 94 reviews. So that's that's really not bad. All right, something I do once or twice a year, I get on a wild bender on my email and I just go through it and delete everything. Well, I try not to. I try on Gmail. I archive everything. Man, I get so much email, and so now I'm in that that mode where anything that comes in, I do the unsubscribe. Right? I probably should look up in Gmail. I bet you there's some kind of script to go through and just unsubscribe everything. I'm kind of worried about what what I would be missing out if I just did that. Like if something comes in, just unsubscribe. Something comes in, unsubscribe. So I probably should look that up. I did it on my fast mail as well, but I don't get as much junk in there. And I'll tell you why. So I have email for my domain routed to a company called Fastmail, uh, fastmail.com. And it, man, it takes care of spam like crazy. It is so efficient and uh, it's really cool. Hey, I created a, a quick link to it and I left. Outlook, and you would think, man, you're crazy. Outlook is so good, and they got apps on the phone, and yep, but I was getting way too much crap, and Fastmail fixed it for me. Reset.fm slash Fastmail, and you'll get 10% off of your first year. I get 30 cents. <laughs> so I'm not doing this for the money. I'm telling you that it's a great service and I like it. Let's see. What what are the billing plans? Three bucks a month or $30 a year, you get two gigs of storage, no ads, no tracking, full sync. You can't use your own domain though. You got to move up to five bucks a month or $50 a year. You get 25 gig of storage and you can use your own uh, domain. So that's what I do 50 bucks a year. Plus those 30 cents, you know, those do add up. You should, you should check it out. It's reset.fm slash fastmail. It's got a nice, um, I just use it in a web browser on the desktop. Um, when I open Chrome, it, I open Gmail automatically and I open Fastmail automatically. And those two tabs, that's all I open. 
and they're they've got a nice little app on uh, on Android. Uh, they I think they got something on iPhone too. The cool thing I like about Android is much like Gmail, the notification gives you um, a reply button and a delete button. And you can set up how many buttons you want to uh, show. So I can just right from my notifications, I get something from Fastmail or Gmail. I can just tap it and say delete. And I don't even have to open the app. So that's what I like about it. It's pretty cool. So that's my tangent. I do that once or twice a year. That's kind of like checking the power of the batteries in your UPS. Every once in a while, I just get freaked out by everything in my inbox and I delete it all or archive it all, whatever um, whatever floats your boat. So let me know what you think about that PC bill that I've got going on. Uh, why don't I go out in the forums and drop those links and you can critique my hardware if there's not a link out there, just go out to Reset Forums. You can always create uh, create something and start a conversation out there. Maybe we can build something together. I'm telling you, the video cards are so cheap right now. It is unbelievable. So I'm ready to game. I'm ready to be schooled in the new PC games of Halo. And if you know more about that, yeah, obviously someone's going to know more than I do about this stuff because um, I am not... Uh, in the know quite quite as much as you guys on gaming but i'm going to you know what i want to do i offered to do a build for my kid and he's like well i don't know i kind of play xbox i'm like you're you just need to be slapped around you need to get on pc that's where the the real gamers are so yeah i know i'm gonna get a bunch of flack for that but um no he just wants to he just wants to play his xbox and he's good I mean, he's really good with those sticks, and I am really bad. So I showed him uh, Fortnite on the PC, and I was just, I'm just running a little RX 550 video card. I mean, we're talking bottom of the line, less than $100. And he's like, wow, look at all the, you know, it was all textured and it, it looked really nice. He's like, wow, look at all the graphics. That's nice. I'm like, yeah, you could be on the PC. I'm sure the the new uh, Xboxes do it as well. But so I'm gathering up my gift cards and I'm going to go shopping. So hey, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget Patreon. If you don't want a Patreon, you know what you can do for me. Just go out to iTunes and give this thing some stars. Give it some stars. Share it on Facebook. You don't have to. You don't have to do Patreon. But if you do. I'm going to send you a sticker, whether you like it or not. (laughs) All right? All right. We'll see you here next week. This has been Reset. It can be found at reset.fm or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash David McCabe. Follow on Twitter at McCabe.io, and you can discuss this episode and more on Reset Forums, resetforums.com. Intro and outro music is by Daryl Lee. Find it at soundcloud.com, Daryl Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E music. Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon, patreon.com slash David McCabe. There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you next week on Reset.